good on this computer. Fantastic. Okay, welcome everyone to Naturally Healthy Club week lucky number 13. So our theme for today is we are active. And this is actually the first new topic that I've been teaching for a while. Uh, but I thought it was, it was time that we just did speak a little bit about movement and exercise. Um, but before we get into plan for today, I just thought I'd start with a story because I, I know like we're kind of, you know, getting into halfway territory and we're coming up, like we'll be coaching a few people who've been feeling like, you know, they're not making as much progress as they'd like and feeling like the, all the feelings that come up with, with that. And I was just remem I remembered like the story of, um, so when I, like I did a course and when it, the person who taught me a lot about learning to listen to my body and stop when I had enough is a coach called Corinne Crabtree. And in her program, she's was talking about, she was working with someone and they were, um, you know, they, they plateaued, their weight wasn't changing and they were really stuck. And so she suggested to them that they really focus on this, like stopping when they felt satisfied. She calls it something else, but just listening to their body. So, you know, that, that idea and, and what she did was like, I think was that she got that person to like have a bag in the freezer and just whatever food that she didn't, that she left behind to actually keep put it in the freezer for a week and just just add it all into this one bag in the freezer and it was mad like at the end of the week she got it out of the, the bag out of the freezer that had all her random bites and things and weighed it and it was like four pounds of food um and which is like two kilos and she also that week lost like four pounds so it's like just a really strong reminder that if you are struggling, like if you are finding this is too slow and that it's not working, like really that quantity of food that you're eating is, is like, it is too much. And that, yeah, like just it might, I'm not suggesting that you need to put it all in the freezer and, and measure, measure it at the end of the week. Like, but it just, that can be a good ex exercise to do at some point in your journey, just to really see like, how much food you like you can be overeating because like if she had finished her plate for all those meals that would have been four pounds of extra food in one week that she'd eaten so just a thought I'd start with that story just to like get your mind thinking and having that visual and just thinking how that can apply to you and like wherever you are on your journey um okay and then the other thing I wanted to remind everyone is that you know, everyone's going to get exactly what they need today and we don't need to know how that's true. So we'll just set that intention of like whatever you're struggling with, whatever guidance or lesson that you need to learn today. Um, Doreen says, thanks. That's a very timely story. Yeah. Um, whatever lesson you need to learn today, like you're going to get that, that lesson. So some point during this hour of us working together here magically. Um, Okay, and the other thing I wanted to share that kind of inspired me to, I was already planning to do a lesson on, on movement and exercise this like at some point, but the, it was kind of, again, timely because uh, Linda had posted in the group um, 
and I'll, I'll just read what she said. So she said, the title was not having a plan in place. So I've been way outside my comfort zone with a limited time-limited project using skills I haven't needed for probably seven or eight years and other distractions. With no emergency meals in my back pocket, my meals have been eccentric to say the least. I also um, haven't been exercising, so the scales are going up. What, I, um, what I've learned is to listen to Jules and do your homework, even if you think... Um, um, don't think you'll need those emergency go-to meals you do lesson learned um, what, what I have to do what do I have to do when my project is finished plan those meals so there's a couple of things I'm so glad that Linda posted this in the group um, first because she said learn to listen to Jules <laughs> and do your homework I was like excellent um, but, but there was a couple of things in this that I wanted to coach on and I thought that would be helpful for the whole group. And so the first is that like this thought that Linda said, um, you know, I haven't been exercising, so scales are going up. And we really want to tease apart this idea that you need to be, that, that if you're not exercising, that the scale has to go up. So that Linda has a belief and a lot of people have a belief around movement and exercise and that if you don't if you're not exercising enough that the scale has to go up and it's just not a help it's a it's a thought error <laughs> it's like a, it's a sneaky thought that isn't isn't helping you because what happens and we're going to go into a lot of detail about this today but I just want you to I just wanted to pull that out and and note it like just want if just want you to, you to think for yourself like do I have that belief that that if I'm not exercising, then the scale is going to go up. Um, and we want to just question that because the thing is the scale isn't going up because you're not exercising. The scale is, go is going up because you're eating too much. <laughs> and so you know, not with any judgment, like the coming, this is coming from a place of, um, you know, just wanting to help and also like for us to be really honest with ourselves that when if you're not exercise, like if you're usually exercising and your activity levels change, you need to adjust the amount of food that you're eating to compensate. And the way to do that is to, and the way for this to like naturally happen is to really double down on learning this skill of listening to your body and stopping when you feel satisfied. And I really like, I can't stress how important that it is. Um, so just wanted to, to, to start with that. And the other like thing that's come from this is that from Linda that I wanted to coach on is that she's assuming that the scale is going up a from the not of not exercising, but also because of the types. Of, she's saying like my meals have been eccentric, so the types of food that she's eating. Um, so you know, obviously, probably not as as healthy choices as normal. And again, we wanted that's that that thought error that the types of food are causing the scale to go up. Um, we want to just recognize that as a thought error because it's not helpful because it really isn't the types of food that you're eating. It's that you're eating too much of whatever you're eating. And yes, some foods are like make it easier to overeat and make it like it's harder to stop with some foods. Absolutely. That you know that's that's true however we don't want to use the fact that you're not able to eat healthy meals as a reason to overeat and for the scale to go up like unless of course that's what you want to do but it's like if the types of food aren't the problem it's the quantity it always comes back to the quantity so it's not the amount of exercise it's not the types of food it's the amount of food that you're eating
on those days. So we just want to like bring that in. But of course, like Linda's lesson of like having some go-to meals in her repertoire for emergencies, would that be a good idea? Absolutely. <laughs> like, yes, still, still go ahead and do that. But we just want to, I just wanted to pull out those thought errors. Okay, started with the rant. <laughs> okay, so plan for today. Again, as always, ask comment, ask questions and comment in the chat as we go. And um, and let me let, let's make this as interactive as possible. So we're just gonna go some news. We're gonna look at our manifesto. I've just like we're doing one 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 manifesto spotlight of the week. Um, and then we're going to actually we I got to mention this because it's beginning of April so it's time to do our progress tracking quiz so we'll, we'll go through and do that I need to grab my folder so I can do mine as well actually I can just do my notebook um, so we'll do our monthly progress tracking quiz we'll do, quickly talk on our, our prep process and then we're going to talk about um, this idea of the truth about exercise and we'll talk about why we should, why 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 exercise is important types of exercise we'll look at this idea of exercise snacking I'll talk, share with you like my exercise and what I do and some thoughts and beliefs to have around exercise and then we're going to do an exercise on exercise um, so the exercise exercise I thought that was fun uh, and we'll also do a little bit of work on building habits and I was hoping Jen was here so I could coach her because she posted something in the group but she's not maybe she will attend later but we'll um, we'll see how we go and hopefully we'll get to some coaching as well so use um, enough challenge when you've completed it, post in the group so I can send you a prize. Um, and just a reminder with the enough challenge, like you don't have to have left food on your plate or for it to be, um, you don't have to have uh, like followed through, but all you need to do is to have set the intention and just to have thought about it to mark it off on, on, on the day. Um, yeah, so Catherine's got a question about eating too much. I'll, I might, I'll get to that that in a second, second Catherine, but I've seen it and good question. Um, okay, so we've got enough challenge. Yeah, and there's prizes. So make sure you post, in, post your, um, your completed sheet in the group so that we can send you your prize. And of course, the enough challenge, it's like there's no end date on this. It's something that you can do in your own time. So like anytime, whenever you complete it, you can always post in the, post in the group. There's no expiration date on the prize. And also just, you know, you don't like think that that an off work is ended. Like that's an, an ongoing thing that like I am doing for the rest of my life and that all of us are, are got, like as naturally healthy people like tuning into that, that signal of enough is an ongoing journey and an ongoing lesson. And even, you know, you'll have phases where you're better at it and not so great at it and that's okay. Like that's just all part of the journey, but it's something, a skill that we're going to continue to work on and build on as we, as we work together and, and moving forward. Um, other news so that our next challenge that we're going to be doing is going to start on the 25th of April and it's going to be the feelings challenge so um, I've created a workbook for it so I more new, more to come on that later but I just wanted to sow the seeds in your mind that yeah we've done this we're doing the work not enough work and that's that's ongoing and our next kind of big 
project as a group and big piece of work as a group is to really unpack this heart whole feeling stuff and learning to like feel our feelings and soothe our um, soothe ourselves in in healthy ways so that is on the horizon so that's kind of another piece of the puzzle of being a naturally healthy person and that work is it's a little bit deeper but it's really really helpful and really rewarding um, I did post some new resources in the circle group. So there's one on um, my meal planning habit. And also Pam had asked a question in the um, group last week around fat and sugar-free food. So I've answered that and posted that as a resource in circle. So that's there, Pam, or if anyone else has questions about fat-free foods. Um, free lunch, uh, I'm coming to America, very exciting. So there's... Um, that I'm offering a free lunch. The only the only catch is that you need to get yourself to Santa Monica. So that's Sunday, the 1st of May. Um, I've posted that as an event in the group. So either just message me or you can RSVP in the um, group. But it would be so fun if you could, I would love to meet you and actually hang out. So uh, I've had one person I think he's going to be able to make it. So it's very exciting, but the more the merrier. So that is happening. Um, what else? Um, and I will have a free lunch in um, in Australia in Canberra in June as well. So I just need to choose a date for that. I'll need to do that. Um, oh, no, Laura's out of town. Bummer. Okay, next time, Laura. <laughs> um, and, oh, yes, other news, stop over drinking. So our bonus class for that is up next, like straight after this one. And next week we've got a bonus class on um, Monday morning Australian time, which is Sunday evening US time on um, special diets. So if you have a special diet thing, that's coming up as well. And just a reminder, like if you miss some sessions, like just jump in back into the current week. Like you don't try and catch up. Like you're exactly where you need to be. Yes, this exercise lesson is, is something that we haven't covered in this group so far, but pretty much everything else that we've been doing is just you know, it, there isn't a lot of new material. It's just me, like we're coaching and we're looking at the same ideas presented in different ways um, and our process hasn't changed. So just jump back into the current lesson and just know you're exactly where you need to be and you'll get exactly what um, you need. Sheila, that's when are you coming for lunch in Canada? Oh, I would love to come to Canada as well, Sheila. And I'm like, it's hard to get away from the boys, but there definitely will be a Canadian trip in my future at some stage. So I've only ever been to um, Vancouver to the airport, so I would love to love to go. Okay, so manifesto. Our um, I thought our highlight this week is we weigh ourselves every day and we track our progress in other ways. And so we're going to do our progress tracking quiz now. Um, so that is like. Yeah, and this idea of tracking progress is so important to being a naturally, like to any change because our human brains have this negativity bias. So we're always looking for the negative and, it, and we don't recognise how far we've come unless we take time to, um, to actually look for that evidence. And so doing this progress quiz is such an important part of that. So I'm going to just post in the group. And basically with the quiz, we've got how many questions? 20 questions. And I want you to just rate yourself on a scale of one to five. 
on each of these questions. So I'll just put what, what it means. So one means I never do this. Two is I rarely do this. It's a struggle. Three is sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Four is I do this more often than not. Then five is I do this confidently and consistently. So let's go. Has everyone got a pen and some paper, a piece of paper? And also be helpful to... Um, Go back and look at your previous scores. So we've been doing this. We did one in February, we did one in March, and we'll keep doing this every month. And the cool thing is like these questions, you can use it as a roadmap. So just you can look at this and, and see like where you've scored highly. Okay, that's my strength. That's working well. Is that something I can like double down on and, and go even like focus on doing even better and then you can also look at like what have I sc like scored not so well on and where's it where are areas for me to improve and maybe that's something you might like to focus on so okay so our questions are first number one I review my list of beliefs that I'm working on so again one I never so just writing yourself from one to five I never do it two is I rarely do it. it's a struggle three sometimes I do sometimes I don't four is I do this more often than not and five is I do this confidently and consistently so just and whatever is the first number that comes to your mind don't overthink this like you just want to what the first number is the right number so um number question number two I do my five minute daily practice exercise so if you do it every day, you get a five. If you never do it, you get a one. <laughs> um, okay. Then number question number three, I plan my meals ahead of time. Question number four, I weigh myself and record the number. Question number five, I can identify when my body has had enough to eat. Question number six, I stop eating when I feel satisfied. Um, okay. And question number seven, I leave food on my plate when I'm satisfied. Question number nine, I focus, oh, hang on. Question number eight, I eat slowly and maximize the pleasure of food. Question number nine, I focus on my food and eat without distractions. Question 10, I eat proper meals as opposed to like, you know, random snacking for meals. Um, question 11, I plan my snacks ahead. Question 12, I serve food on a plate or a bowl before I start eating. Question 13, I sit down to eat instead of grabbing random bites. Question 14, I review my day slash week and think about what to do differently. Question 15, I'm allow, able to allow an urge to be there without resisting or giving in. 
Um, question 16, I'm able to feel negative emotion without buffering with food. Um, question 17, I include protein in every meal. Question 18, I'm willing to make mistakes and get it wrong. Um, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm thinking about my answer. <laughs> Question 19, I trust myself with treats slash alcohol. Question 20, I'm kind to myself. Okay. And so you can just add that up and give yourself a score out of 100. I'll add one up later. Um, and, yeah, just go back and, and compare to, like, where you tracked it. I know I've got mine on my, um, on my clipboard, on my desk. So just, yeah, see how, you, how you're tracking. And then the other thing I want you to do with this is just look through your answers and just decide, like, just see, like, what's the biggest area like what would be fun for you to focus on this week or this month? You know, which one of these things um, do you think is the biggest opportunity for you? And then just plan to focus on that for the next month or the next week. And like, yeah, next, next week is probably better, like breaking it down into to smaller, smaller bites. Um, and yeah, just doing it from the places like this would like that I have to do this, but like this is this would this would be fun. So maybe if you're, um, you know, if you've been a bit, I was just thinking for me, like my area is, um, yeah, the random snacking. So like sitting down to eat instead of grabbing random bites. So you know, I be like I was just thinking about yesterday. I was like picking at stuff in the kitchen. So that that's an area I'm going to focus on for the next week is just like just reminding coaching myself and reminding myself so being intentional before I start cooking and reminding myself why it's going to be better if I wait because last night I'd snacked in the kitchen so much I like I, I was really like I stopped when I was had enough like it was only half my meal so I was like that's my big area for growth so that's what I want to focus on um so yeah what would be fun okay now let's do process and the other oh yeah before we get to our process I just wanted to remind us like that while you're while you're doing this work while you're learning and you're getting it wobbly and sometimes it's working and sometimes it's not and when we're in this river of misery place that it's really important to like just trust the process like that we have a process for a reason and people so many people have been through they've used the process and they've on dry land at the other side and they are that naturally healthy person and it will work for you as well like it's normal to feel messy in the middle and I got a really lovely message from Jean who was finishing like graduating recently and I was just thought it would be fun to share in the group just to remind you that like change is possible for other people and trusting the process and you will change as well so um Jean wrote um because I sent her a message said hey Jean how are you going and she's like she wrote hey Igels you must be tuned in you and that and HC have been on my mind in the past few days the awareness I've had is that I'm doing a lot of good things naturally as a result of this work so I know I haven't been active in the group it's just not my thing and I'm over my head buried in a business I'm working to build 
Um, but I'm very pleased with the habits I've built. I plan my meals every day. I have my go-to meals. I weigh every day without stress. I write affirmations about my health with um, and ease. And most of the time I stop eating when I'm satisfied. So I, and I no longer need sugar, but do have an occasional treat when I really want it. I haven't lost all of the weight I'd like to, but the general trend is down and everything just feels much easier. And I know that I will reach my ideal weight, whatever that is. What I realize is that it's not a thing for me anymore. I'm not stressing or worrying over my body or what I am or not, am not eating. And I have the habits that support me so I don't have to think about it. And so I'm realizing it's time for me to um, step out of the NHC and turn my, thing, my attention to other things. So I greatly appreciate your work and your guidance in this. It's been life-changing. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to share that with Jean and see, like, she's she's busy she's got a business she's building it but she's got this calm because she's a naturally healthy person and her weight's on its way down and it's not this drama anymore so that is possible for you as well so I just wanted to share that um Lisa's asked where the questions are so I'll just press the link for that in the chat um okay Yes, so that's just a bit of inspiration that, yeah, like this, this is possible. It's possible to be, to find that balance and really, yeah, and to have those habits that support you and it's just trusting the process. So our process, remember it, just we prep. So P for practice, so our daily five-minute exercise. So doing out, like writing our beliefs like Jean is doing and planning your your either all your food that you're going to eat for the day or at least very least just deciding ahead of time like which treats you're going to have and what alcohol you're going to have then r is for review so that's like um just taking some time it can be that a daily thing where you take some time to just think about your day and what worked well and what didn't work well and what you want to do differently um, or it can be more formal review that you post in the group, whether that's once a month, whether that's once every two weeks like Veronica, or whether that's every week like I do. You know, it's up to you to find that balance. But just having some time at some point where you're reflecting and, and, and learning from what's working and what's not working is really important. E is for enough. And so that, of course, learning to stop when we've had enough. And as I shared in that story at the beginning, like such an important, um, important part of the, the journey. Um, and actually, like maybe we could coach on um, Catherine's question. Um, so, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's do that. And um, so Catherine put a question in the chat. So question, are you eating too much? Eating one cup of greens is about as filling as one cup of pasta for me, but obviously the pasta is much more calorie dense. Eating a comparable calorie amount of pasta, say a quarter of a cup would leave me hungry and unsatisfied. I take from this that um, what type of food really matters when I'm coming um, I take from this what type of food really matters when it comes to weight loss. What am I not getting? Um, actually, Catherine, do you want to chat? Like, is because I'm not 100% sure of. I want to make sure I understand. So you're saying like a quarter of a cup of pasta 
wouldn't be enough food. Yeah, because what you were saying before is that, um, you know, if you're not losing weight, you're eating too much. Yeah. And so I feel like it's, it's not just eating too much. It's making the right choices because, you know, a quarter cup of pasta is not a serving for me. Like I'm going to be hungry after that. Um, so what I, the kind of food does matter. To me. Yeah. Right. Right. So let's like, and so, so using like, like that specific example, like, like when you're thinking about it in terms of like, like quarters, quarter of a cup or whatever, like, and you're like comparing it to other things, Catherine, like, like, like probably a quarter of a cup of food faster wouldn't be enough for me either. Like I, if, if that's all I was having. Yeah. 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 So, so rather than like thinking about it in terms of quantities, like, cause I think like when you, and like, so that, that, that belief that the, like you would and I, I'd actually question that you would feel satisfied like like just so this is I'm trying to think of the best way to explain it but it's like there's there's lack of trust there that your body can tell you like if you're like I'm gonna need this these types of foods to feel satisfied like there's, there's lack of trust that your body will can tell the difference between a quarter of a cup of pasta and a quarter of a cu- cup of greens and that your body like there's like your body you, you're not believing that your body can tell you what the right amount is your brain's still trying to tell you the right amount and so yeah okay. yeah I eat, if i eat what I want until I'm satisfied I'm not losing weight and so then you say well because because you're eating too much yeah so I guess I'm having a hard time reconciling that yeah so yeah yeah of course and that feels like feels scary because like so it's just like it's a matter of dialing back on that side of like like on that satisfaction Cause it, and I guess the thing is that there's like, there's, there's the physical satisfaction. Then there's also the mental, like the, the psychological satisfaction. And so have you, like, when you play around with that, like, have you, when you play, play around with that, what, like what happens? Um. The only way that it seems to work is if I'm eating lean protein and a lot of vegetables. And I can eat to satiety with those foods and lose weight. Yeah. Anything else I eat to satiety, I don't lose weight. Interesting. Hey. Yeah. And do you think that's because, like, 
I think some of it is a volume thing. I mean, there's a lot of scientific research that your body needs a certain volume of food to feel full. Yeah. By eating more calorie dense foods, there's not enough volume. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But so I guess that, yeah, what's, what's the problem that we, that we want to solve here? I guess I'm, I'm having a hard time believing that I can eat whatever I want and eat enough and I'll lose weight. Yeah, right. Because it really is not, I can eat whatever I want because that clearly, I've been trying that for quite a while. It, it doesn't work. Yeah. Work for me. Yeah, cool. So, and... Okay, and so this, like, that idea that the types of foods make a difference for you like does is that is it could could, could that just be okay like that that's where you that's where you are and maybe it's like you can eat wherever whatever you want and maintain your weight but if you actually want to lose weight then maybe for you the types of food it's important Okay, that's good. I mean, because I just I've been struggling with this from the beginning. Like, yeah, that's what I was thinking for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Well, yeah, you are. However, I think it like the the thing is that for you to feel satisfied, and for all of us, it's easier to feel satisfied with different types of food because we've like got that that psychological part to it as well it's it can be harder to feel satisfied with pasta and like there's to do with the reward center in the brain and all those parts of things and also the volume that you that you mentioned so yeah I guess it's like yes so yeah it's if it's easier to feel satisfied with certain foods and to stop when you've had enough with certain foods wouldn't you want to choose like wouldn't you want to make it easier for yourself to achieve your goals and choose those foods most of the time and just play around with the frequency that you have other foods and knowing that, okay, it's going to be harder for me to feel satisfied. I might be overeating on this day, but I don't have to do this perfectly and eat to my exact status, like to the right amount of food every single day. But look at it in terms of like, you know, the week of like most days I'm eating the foods that are going to tick both boxes in terms of satisfaction and goals. But then other days I'm just going to go for the foods that are just for the pleasure and that's okay. Okay. That's helpful. That's helpful. Thank you. you sh- do you think like, and letting go of this idea that I should be able to just be able to eat whatever I want and lose, lose all the weight that I want, like, because that's not helping. Hey. No, I mean, I have been a lot more careful about like listening to my body and stopping when I'm full. Um, and it is easier to. Yeah, but it's, it still, it still matters what kind of food I eat. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of, yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. So. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Are you sure? Does that feel like, like that's, that's, that's Ooh, the thing to focus on? Yeah. 
that's yeah. the thing is that it's like we'll just let go of that idea and for I guess and for, that's good for me as a coach too it's like for some people it is like and it is going to be harder to lose weight like the types of food but also yeah like the quantity is really it's it's harder to listen to our bodies with some certain types of foods I guess is the is the thing yeah so I need to adjust my coaching accordingly yeah I may just be an outlier too no I don't think so I think like if I was to like be eating pasta all the time like that would be harder like it would be hard and so it's like finding that balance yeah yeah I don't eat pasta very often by the way just because because you know it doesn't satisfy you Um, yeah in the same way comments it just says iphone um, but yeah, yeah. anything yeah anything flour yeah and actually that's a good point debbie said about prioritizing protein play with satisfaction yeah for sure but i i think the what but but if you're in a like i think that the, the thing to take away from this is if you're able to choose things that make it easier for you to feel satisfied go for it but also conversely if you're in a situation where you're traveling say and you're eating out all the time you don't want to just default to oh i'm eating out so therefore i have to gain weight because i don't have any control over the the types of food i'm eating like that's i guess that's more the point that i'm trying to make is like is that we do have control over the, the quantity so yeah okay thanks Catherine I'm glad that you like that that was good that we got to to cover cover on that okay let's go back to gallery so I can see everyone awesome okay now let's um Okay, Mel's saying I eat black bean pasta, which is has a protein pasta. <laughs> and it's very, very satisfying. There you go. But yeah, the protein, like the types of food do play a role in satisfaction, but we don't want to like just like use that as a reason to like not pay attention to how much food we're eating. I guess it's like it's finding that balance. Okay. So that was pro, pro, just we prep with, we were talking about enough and like learning that skill. And so that was that was really great to to go through that. Um, and T is for tracking progress. Um, so that is our questionnaire that we've just done, and then daily weighing. Okay, so let's go to homework so yeah let's decide like one thing that you want to focus on this week that would be really fun so whether like and use the questionnaire that we just did together to choose what what that area is but we want to do it from this place of what would be fun um okay so now let's talk about exercise so the thing with exercise that we want to like be really mindful of is that like converse contrary to what you like may have grown up thinking is that the calories in do not necessarily equal calories out and it's to do with so basically like our bodies are very smart and they adjust our appetites to our energy requirements so and the thing like 
So, and I know this firsthand. So when years ago, I actually trained for and ran a marathon, the Sydney Marathon. And at the time, like when I was training, I was running like 90, 90 kilometers a week. Like it's like, I don't know, 60 miles or something a week in training. Um, and I was like, I didn't, I did it because I wanted to do it. You know, there's a lot of reasons to, 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 to do a marathon, but in the back of my mind, I was thinking, oh yeah, I'm for sure going to lose weight. Cause I'm going to be like, I'll just eat the same. And I'm going to be doing all this exercise and it'll be all even out. But of course, what happened was my appetite like went crazy. I was like hungry all the time. And so I ate more, didn't lose weight, stayed the same way, you know, did the marathon, enjoyed it. And since then I've like, um, there was a the, like I've seen research where there was actually a, a group in Sweden where they got people who were sedentary trained like the research trained it trained them up and um, got them to actually run a marathon so 42 kilometers 26 miles is it 25 miles um, and in that research um, I think the women did not lose any weight at all. And I think the men may have lost like on average one kilo, 26.2 miles. Thanks, Meg. That's right. Meg's a runner. Um, yeah. So like, and we just want to like, um, yeah, like just, so that idea that like more exercise, like if, you, if you're like, you're, if you want to lose weight, that you need to move more. It's just not, it's not a helpful way to think about exercise. So that thought, like I'm not losing weight because I'm not active enough or the scale's going up because I'm not moving enough. You want to just let go of that because it's not a helpful frame of mind. Um, and, and um, so the reason is like, and so we want, but then that being said, like, and there's actually, and the research is very clear also on that exercise doesn't help people lose weight. So it does help people um, maintain weight loss, but but it doesn't actually help people lose weight. And it's for this this reason um, is that it just you know, our bodies will increase our appetite to to compensate. But of course, there's a billion reasons to move our bodies and to exercise. Like pretty much anything, like any like research, like any problem with people, if you like with health, um, if you exercise, it, it helps it. So it helps with brain health, health. It prevents like cognitive decline. So um, it, it improves blood sugar control. So it prevents you getting diabetes. It improves your insulin sensitivity, improves your mood, like mental health. Like it's a huge one. Like, and, and like I've seen studies where there's been like exercise has been just as effective as drugs in terms of helping people with depression um, in certain groups, in certain situations. Um, get weight control. So maintaining your weight, um, but not loss. Um, improves sleep quantity, quality and quantity. Um, like I really notice, like on the days that I run my deep, I get more deep sleep. Um, it prevents frailty in old age and longevity. So particularly anything you do to build muscle, um, it improves blood pressure, like in, reduces stress. Like there's so much to it. Um, so there's like a billion reasons to exercise but we don't want to associate it with our weight loss goals because it's not helpful. And also then if you're only doing it because you think it's going to help you lose weight, like it just it makes you have an unhealthy, like drives it leads to having an unhealthy relationship with exercise. And then it can lead to reward eating and all these sorts of things. So 
Um, that's like the, the, the thing with exercise. So, so, but I hope I've sold you on this idea that yes, you, we do want to exercise and basically the types of exercise, like any movement is better than nothing and it all counts. So, however, if we are going to look at, at the different types of exercise, if you were going to choose one to focus on, like anything that builds muscle is going to be the most important for getting all those benefits. So, and it helps with bone health. Um, and actually, there's a really, I've just been reading a book and it was talking about there's a new, like, um, for those of you, I know a few people in the group of, um, you know, bone health and osteoporosis is on their mind. There's a new um, weight strength building technique. It's called OsteoStrong and it uses this equipment. It takes like 10 minutes a week and you don't have to break a sweat and it's really easy. Um, and I can't remember how it works, but you have to go to their facilities to do it. Um, yeah, so that's some, something that I, I'll post a link to that in the with the nodes if anyone's interested in bone health. They haven't got one. They, it is in Australia. They don't have one here, but it's in Sydney and Melbourne. So might be something worth checking out. I'm certainly going to be adding that into my exercise as soon as it is available here. Um, so, yeah, anything, but then it's building muscles. So push-ups, squats, you know, it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be going to the gym, but anything that's using, like using and building muscle is really important. And then we've got like high intensity. So anything that gets your heart rate up. So doing things like sprints or kettlebell swings. Then we've got NEAT, which is like non, I can't remember what it stands for, but it's like all the like the kind of movement, walking, walking, standing, gardening, cooking, like that, like incidental movement that you get throughout your day that isn't like, that isn't high intensity, that doesn't like, and that, that neat movement like is really important because it doesn't seem to stimulate your appetite as much as if you go for a run. So you're kind of burning without getting that um, appetite stimulation. Um, and then we have like traditional cardio, which is what most people think of as exercise. So running, cycling, swimming, all that sort of stuff. Um, so there are different types of exercise. And I think when you're looking at your, like it, being a naturally healthy person who is active, you know, getting a variety of different types of exercise is more fun, um, but it's also beneficial for your body as well. So you want to think about like what's, what options you have. Um, and then, so the other thing with exercise is like, so we've got the types, but then we've also got like the frequency and the quantity that you do. And there's a lot of research that's happening at the moment around this idea of exercise snacking. So there's a, um, and so Michael Mosley, who's a um, journalist slash doctor in the UK, did a really great podcast on this um, that I'll link to in the notes. Um, and he talks about some research where they got, groups of um, people in, um, I think it was done, done in Japan, and I think they had the, the people had high blood pressure. And so they got one group to walk for 30 minutes, like to start walking for 30 minutes every day in a 30-minute chunk. And then the other group, they broke up their walking into three 10-minute sessions throughout the, through the day. Day. So total amount of exercise that they the walking they did was consistent between the two groups, but the 
um, one group had, had it broken into snacking like bite-sized chunks of 10 minutes each session. And it was really, so the fascinating thing was that the group that had the, that did the three 10 minute sessions, they actually um, had more benefits, like significantly better improvement in their blood pressure, I think it was, than the group that um, that did the one 30-minute session. So there's this idea in, in um, exercise physiology and research that it's actually better for you to, to fit your exercise into little bursts during the day rather than be trying to go for one big session in, in the day. Um, so that I think that's a really interesting idea. And the benefits to that are like, it's just easier to fit into your busy life. For most of us, like, you know, finding time can be a challenge. And yeah, there's no need to get changed. You can just like go and it's free. Like, so I just thought that like this concept is really fun. And like, just think about like in your life, like how can you add in some exercise snacking where you are getting that little bit of movement, but whether it's like, you know, that research was for 10 minutes, but I'm sure like even like five minutes, two minutes, like it doesn't matter, like every bit counts, but how can you use that idea to increase your exercise? So with exercise, um, Pam's asked, what name did you use for walking standing? Oh, it's called NEAT exercise, N-E-A-T, Pam. And it just stands, it's like, I can't, yeah, I can't remember what it stands for. Not, non, it's on thermic, like it's, it's this technical name. It doesn't really matter. But that, that incidental, like walking, gardening, cooking, movie, moving, standing, that, that incidental exercise is really, really beneficial for for all those all, all those things and and the whole like going for swimming cycling running like the high intensity stuff isn't 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 as whole. oh here we go meg's put it non-exercise activity thermo, thermogenesis um so it's yeah it's like using using calories without actually like depleting your glycogen stores basically so it's, it's like a really beneficial type of exercise thanks meg for for putting that in um, okay so like i'll just share with you quickly um, the types of exercise i do actually no let's just let's skip that let's go just you don't really need to i'll, I'll post that in the notes for anyone that's interested in my exercise regime my crazy thoughts about it but let's talk about like thoughts and beliefs around exercise so there's nothing in our manifesto but um yeah, some, some personal things that I work on in my belief plan. So one I have is like I'm fit and strong and full of vitality. I'm young and getting younger every day. I'm active. I want to be active. I feel so much better when I'm active. Um, so they're like the kind of thoughts that I actually have around exercise. So you might, you know, it's up to you whether you want to include something like that in your belief work. Um, and then let, now let's quickly do uh, exercise on exercise. So I want you to just to think now, like, are you like happy with your current activity levels? And maybe you are, like maybe that's something that, that isn't a, an opportunity for you to work on. Um, and then the second part to this is like, you know, if you do want to, want to, um, to change your activity levels, if there is an opportunity there, like, 
what would be fun and like how could you experiment with adding some exercise snacking into your day so whether that's like you just said that like and so I have, have done this in the past where I've just like just noticed when I'm working like on the hour like just making sure or every half an hour making sure I just stand up or go and do some push-ups or um, whatever it is um, and yeah just like looking at like you know just could you add a little bit more movement where you're standing up rather than sitting constantly or could you like you have a standing desk where you take meetings when you're standing up or could you like you know whenever you're doing phone calls just be walking around the house or walking around the office rather than just sitting at your desk taking a phone call like just start to think about like how you could add some exercise snacking into your day or you know every time you need to go to the loo could you like walk around the long way rather than just going straight to the to the bathroom like how can you add in exercise like add in some snacks and one thing I've started doing is like I do push-ups like I and I just do like five push-ups at a time um and I do squats like just five at a time and my aim is to do like four sets of those throughout the day so it's not like so it's like when I'm waiting for the kettle to boil if I just notice I have some time like where I'm not doing anything like I, I just do some squats or I do my push-ups like and it's just little bites that you can add into your day and you know how can you start small with this like I, you know, it might be that, that idea that you just stand up for one minute every half hour or, yeah, like that you want, maybe you actually do want to add some squats or push-ups or, you know, could you add a little bit like a five-minute walk? Like what's a, like what would be fun for you to, to, to add into your, into your life? Um, and Pam's asked, um, can you include what you include in your belief plan? Yeah, yeah, I'll just paste that in here for you, Pam. My thoughts, because I said them quite quickly, because I was thinking we need to get through, we're um, getting to the end of that time session. Yeah, so Catherine says I have a walk around the block before I um, can drink my coffee in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Like things like that. Like, yeah, like, and having actually, and I love that as well, Catherine. That's really smart because you've tied in the reward of having your coffee when you get back. Although going for a walk around the block is like rewarding in itself, but you've got that extra reward of your coffee to look forward to when you get back. So that, that's really fun. Um, so yeah, typing it like, type in a group is that how's everyone feeling about their exercise levels is it something that, that anyone feels inspired to like to have you like is it or is there something that you used to do that you'd like to bring back in that you'd like that fell off for one reason or or another um does anyone have any other ideas of, of things that they would like to add in um joan and lisa i'm curious like because you guys used to have your like you know our movement like so you guys still in, still doing that okay absolutely go joan that's awesome yeah great okay we've got a few minutes left does anyone have any questions or thoughts about exercise or um body groove it's a dance movement that I love but I'm out of the habit awesome yeah Laura like yes um Lisa says I do squats at the coffee machine yeah that's a great one too 
um yeah like any any movement and actually that reminds me that um Lorna had posted ages ago there's a like a dance online dance class I think she's called lazy dancer or something like that so I, I was thinking of adding that into my my routine because that, that's really fun um but if you and if you're not doing like any push-ups or squats like that to build muscle like that would be something I would recommend like thinking about how you can start doing that and just google like there's heaps of things online of like how to how to how to do it um how to like and how to learn how to do push-ups but they're like you can do them anywhere like you know there's no you don't need any equipment it, you don't really get sweaty it's really fun leslie said i'm going to get back into pilates yes actually i stopped doing pilates too leslie so from lockdown and i i um haven't added that back yet um Diana's saying when you have a big dog, it makes you get out for a walk every day. Yes. Wow. Wow. She's only missed three or four days, even though when it was minus 40 out, dogs don't care if it's cold outside. That's amazing. Um, yes. And Lisa said I missed Zumba. There you go. Like that could be an opportunity now with COVID. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like so much, many of those things that we used to do that, got canned during COVID of coming back. So um, Meg's using the Enten Sati workouts on Saturdays with simple movements and mantras. Yeah, like any, like, yes, that, that whole, like, yoga weekend, like, yeah, in, do some mindfulness as well as movement. Like, there's so many options. And I think like the, the thing to with exercise is really never doing it because you should do it and never forcing yourself to do something that you don't enjoy. Like if you don't like swimming, no, no swimming. <laughs> like it only like having a rule that like only including stuff that brings you joy because there's there's so many different forms of movement that we can have there has to be one that you love if you're a team sport person go for it you know but if you hate team sports never feel like you should be doing it like there's always and like there's always a, a type of exercise that you can can find that will work well for you okay so that was it on um on exercise and movement and so next week we're going to be speaking about um the self-trust piece, which I think is a, something we haven't done a specific lesson on, but I want to be spending more time coaching, um, coaching next week as well. So that is it for today. And thank you, Catherine, for that coaching. I think that was, that's, that was, I'm glad we got to, to go through that. Um, yeah, so have a beautiful week, everyone. And if you have any questions or need help with anything meantime, just remember to post in the group and I will catch you all next week. Okay, bye everyone. Yeah.